Welcome back, SideQuesters. It has been an excessively long time, but I'm back and I'm a little I'm a little heated this morning as I record this because I'm gonna talk about a topic that one, most people don't realize I have a ton of research, knowledge, and information on this topic, but two, I bought something yesterday. And I don't think I've ever been as disappointed as I was. So everyone, let's side quest into the infernal divine. This might be an episode that will challenge your way of thinking. Your butthole might clench up. You you may be very surprised at some of the things that I say, but all I can ask is... Have an open mind, have an open heart, and if it resonates with you, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. I'm not about persuasion, I'm about giving information. So let's dive into it. First of all, who, what are the infernal divine? So the infernal divine are people like Lucifer or Queen Lilith, those Things that through the lens of a Christian eye, they are seen as evil, demonic, they will ruin your life, they are horrible, they are to be avoided. But what if I told you you only think that because somebody has a better PR team than the other side? Think about it. A being... So in this case, we'll call them God, has 24-7 devotion, no free thinking, you do not question, you do as you are told, and you have this blind faith, and if you dare ask a question or you dare to seek knowledge, you're going to be exiled out of a garden. If you fuck up in any way, I'm going to wipe out the entire civilizations, okay, so that's one lens. And somehow, some, with some very incredible PR, he is now, you know, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God are the saviors of all of mankind. And they, you know, the sacrifice for our sins. And all you have to do is repent and you're going into heaven. I don't know about you, but this sounds like someone is trying to sell me a timeshare in Daytona. And let me be perfectly clear. I do not want to go to Daytona and I do not want a timeshare in Daytona. That's how that comes off. And you have to think about this for one moment. Why would a being have to work so damn hard to get you to like them and wanting you to forget all the other shitty stuff they've done before? Like... It's wild. It's really wild when you think about it from that lens. Now, granted, I can hear the, oh my God, the, you know, the blasphemy. And that's fine. I honestly, I went to private Catholic school from preschool to eighth grade. Like, I read the Bible multiple times. I had to recreate a Bible. And the entire time, like, this bullshit. Um, I was in trouble a lot as a child. Um, Because I truly, when I heard the story of Lucifer Morningstar, 
And I heard it from this very intense theological Catholic viewpoint. Immediately, I was I was like, that's kind of like bullshit. So he got in trouble because he didn't agree with the man. Okay. Like, I don't know. It, it's just wild to me. So as I've gotten older, and even, you know, as a child, I just started studying the infernal divine. And I had to put in a box what I was taught from this Christian lens in school and put on my Lucifer Morningstar hat and become a free thinker. And if I was starting from scratch, where would I look? So I began to scour the internet and, you know, you always you read a lot of stories and anecdotes and then you start getting into some older text and you're like, wait a second. Some of the shit is not, does not add up, does not make sense. So you're telling me Lucifer staged, you know, anarchy and uprising. And then he got this really badass title where he's like, I'm, I'm the dominion over hell. Like, no, no, I don't know about you, but if you're so, if you're so horrible, I don't know any job that's going to give you a promotion if you're horrible. It just doesn't work like that. And when we think about the infernal divine, we have to think about multidimensional beings. We have to get out of that mindset of heaven, hell, that's it. Think of the world as multiverses. Or think of the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. So all these beings and all this energy constantly at work. Now, disclaimer, is that to say there's not some shitty dark boogeyman shit out there? No, that shit totes exists. Like there are very scary things that go bump in the night, but not everything in the night is out to kill you. In fact, it may protect you. It may watch over you. It may give you strength during a really dark and tumultuous time. Over the years, my personal research, my own personal meditations, my own personal spiritual experiences, I have never had a bad experience with any infernal divine, ever. I have always felt safe. I have always felt loved and guided and protected, always. I don't fear the night. I respect it. And there's something really beautiful and empowering about understanding that two things can exist at once and they both can be true. Now, I can already hear the Christians like, oh, I would never. I would never. And that's fine. But I would hate for you to go through life thinking that what you think is evil and horrible is not. Misunderstood, yes. It's very interesting to me when people are like, fairies and the fae and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, there could be like a Tinkerbell situation, but there could also be a situation where they want to like eat your face off and like suck on like the bone marrow, you know, like, There is duality in every single energetic being of every universe. And in order, in my opinion, 
to be a well-rounded witch, you have got to step out of this love and light. You have to. Love and light on its own is just vapor. It is nothing. Even a sunflower, the core of it is dark because darkness and our shadows anchor this light. You don't see stars in the daytime. You see the best and the brightest stars in the darkest of night. If you ever really look up at the night sky, at first glance, it's just dark. But when you really take time to slow the heart rate, steady the breathing, you notice there are nuances to the night. You notice that there are multiple colors in the night. You notice all the different animals that come out at night or all the different flora that thrive and bloom in the night. Darkness can be transformative and can be incredibly, incredibly healing. And I know hearing that is its own form of like blasphemy. And I get it. I I understand with that constant, the devil is bad, the devil is bad, that, you know, pray to Jesus, do this, do that. The only thing I have ever come across with the infernal divine is really empowerment. Empowerment to think for myself, empowerment to use my own resources, and empowerment to make choices because I have full autonomy. If you look at the satanic temple, they are very, very pro bodily autonomy, period. It doesn't matter if they're pro-life, pro-choice. It doesn't matter what their own personal thought is. Their thoughts are your body, you do what you want. On the other side, this love and light being really talks a lot about punishment. Like if you don't do this, going to hell. If you don't do that, you're going to hell. And at the end of the day, I'm like, shit. Like all the fun stuff means I'm going to hell. Is hell maybe like a fun like a fun spot situation? Like can I get like a a year pass to it? Like what are we talking about here? And it's because we have ironically villainized demons when in actuality they're the beings that make you fucking think. Now, do I think a novice practitioner should be like summoning these infernal beings? No. But I find it real crazy that people think demons and, you know, these infernal divine beings are horrible, wretched monsters. And they're like, oh, angels, love and light. I'm like, have you seen some of these angels? They're cray. Like, St. Michael, cray. Legit, like, full of swords and rage, like, hacking people's heads off, like, crazy, crazy. I have a hard time believing people who perpetuate, just stay in the light, love and light. Have you ever noticed if you look at the sun, like, not even directly, just, like, in its general vicinity, you're, like, blinded. You are literally blinded by the light. What? I don't want to be blinded in my practice. I don't want to have this fear. And in Christianity, 
somehow we've made fear equal respect. Those two things are not the same. You do not have to fear something to be humble and to show reverence. You don't. Fear is something that tells your body, hey, we are alarmed because we might not understand what's going on. We can't see what's going on. Or it's just like an inner knowing. And when you talk about the infernal divine, notice they are still divine beings. And I get it. They aren't for everyone. Not everyone in the world is meant to be an alchemist, which is what I really associate the infernal divine with. You know, to break things apart, to put them back together in new and unique ways. Not everyone is meant to do that. Not everyone is meant to discern these heavier energies. And the reason why the infernal divine and really any divine being has any heavy energy is because they are so fucking old. It is ancient energy. And the plot twist to all of this is Christianity is like the newest religion and somehow, with the best PR skills, has managed to trump everything. And it's crazy. And you always have this really weird spectrum in the occult and witchcraft world. You're going to have witches who are very firmly planted in love and light. And it's usually a pendulum response to something really traumatic. Because I get it. I've had the trauma. It's really hard when you feel like you've made this really pretty piece of like pottery and then to destroy it and make something else. To trust that process of destruction, really hard. Most people don't want to destroy things that they've built. But our entire lives, we are building ideologies. We are building our own personal fortresses. And we don't want anything to get in that will disrupt that. That's just not how I want to do my practice. My practice has changed in like the bajillion years I've been practicing so much. And have I been scared sometimes? Yeah, because it's going to disrupt what I already know. But the older I get, And the more I practice and the more I research and the more I even talk to other people who do not practice what I practice, I have learned so, so, so much. I have been humbled. I have really just assimilated new information. I've tossed other information out. When we analyze the infernal divine, you have to be willing and ready to do that. And you have to have such a keen eye for discernment because you're going to read some shit where it's like, these demons are going to eat your babies. And you're just like, what? I recently purchased um, a tarot called the Occult Tarot. Red and black, really pretty. Um, I opened it. And it and if you read on Amazon the reviews, it's crazy. Like, oh my god, don't buy this deck. Your whole life's gonna be over. And blah blah blah. I had it turned to the light. Da 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 da. You know, like I'm used to that. Um, so I started. I looked at the deck and I felt 
a sense of peace. No issues. It was more like welcoming children home. Like, hey, how's it going? Welcome home. And then I started looking through the the deck. And this person allegedly, you know, 20 years of experience, all this research, blah, 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 blah. Like, long list of credentials. And already I'm like, do they though? So I start looking through this Oracle deck. First of all, the guidebook is not even a guidebook. It's just a copy and paste of the de- of like the actual tarot card. No explanation. So to me, I love guidebooks because how an artist depicts something on a tarot card or an Oracle card, the guidebook is that bridge. And to be honest, do I always need a bridge? No. But in this instance, I was really curious as to what I was reading on this, you know, card. Why did they come to that conclusion? Where's the research? Where's the information? Where's the explanation? Because if you are not willing to explain your work, I'm going to call bullshit. And I know, I get it. There are some of you who do math and are like, I don't want to fucking show my work. This is just the fucking answer. I understand. I really, I love just, this is my response. I get it. But if you're going to make such a bold claim, especially while talking about the infernal divine, I'm going to see, I'm going to need to see some notes and there are none. It's just like, this is what it is because I say so. And this is how you summon this demon. And this is how you do that. And I'm like, this is showboating at its finest. Like this is what you would see on a TV show, and this is the type of shit that propagates satanic panic. And it's really frustrating. So I'm going through the deck, and I'm like, you know, these the artwork is very familiar. I've seen it a million times. And I was just so curious, because I'm a curious person. Like, I want to hear what people have to say. And I try not to disagree before I hear the entirety of the explanation. And I tried to, and I thought about it and I waited a few days and I'm just like, this is bullshit. Like I can feel the infernal divine eye rolls and immediately it's like, you feel the cards like, please don't return me. I don't want to go back to where I came from. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to keep you like in the house. Like I'll put a crystal on you and you guys can just like hang out, I guess. Um, but it's just... I could feel the frustration because once again, someone who is allegedly coming from a place of respect and reverence somehow managed to butcher these incredible beings. And it's not okay. The infernal divine to me are very much like they're feral, but refined They're not just willy-nilly. They are selective. They watch and they observe. And, like, they protect more than I think most people realize. They are the unsung heroes. It's it's crazy. They're really the A squad, but people treat them like the suicide squad. Which is fine, I guess, in one sense or the other, because the Suicide Squad still gets the job done. And yeah, they're kind of a band of misfits, and they all have, like, really weird, quirky personalities. Um, But you can see that they truly do want to help. 
and to think and to have the audacity that you can just call on them like it's a fucking landline to hell or something, which is essentially what the occult tarot said. They're like, oh, you know, you're summoning these beings from hell. First of all, how very rude. Like hell, again, a Christian concept does not belong with the infernal divine. Like to think that they just live in this like brimstone fire pit is like, wow, middle age talk. Um, and so it's just, it's mind boggling and it's frustrating. And, you know, I just got a familiar and she is a bearded dragon and her name is Queen Lilith. And it's awesome. And she is quirky and fun. And I wanted a familiar that also represented and honored this infernal divine being because she teaches me a lot about patience and, um, you know, discipline as well. And that's the thing with, with the infernal divine. There are boundaries and there are, and there are discipline and there is discipline, but it's because they are teaching you self-discipline. They want you to bet on you every single time. They want you to stick up for yourself. They want you to be kind, but they also don't want you to tolerate bullshit. Like none of this turn the other cheek business. Like there are times to swim and there are times to float. And working with the infernal divine, that's a great way to kind of start getting into that mindset. Now, this is not just like a PR for the infernal divine where everyone's like, everyone should, you know, be on the infernal, infernal divine like team. It's definitely not that type of situation. I'm going to be very honest. It's not for everyone. And it's not supposed to be for everyone. They're very, very particular people who are meant to help usher in this type of thinking and to help guide others to feel their own empowerment to use discernment and to hone their own magic. Not everyone is meant to be channeling infernal divine beings or any divine beings. It's not for everyone. It is a gift to be a medium. If you are not meant to be a medium, you're going to know about it. So this is more of a let's keep an open mind chat. If you are interested in selecting someone to work with. I personally am a big fan of Baphomet, and I can feel the smile. Um, one, because his symbol and his the, the image that we have of him is very popular, but he is also very studious. He really is like the magician of the Infernal Divine. He really is a master of alchemy and problem solving and understanding how things work and why they work a certain way, but is always open to the idea that it can work some other way. And I will say he's a very, can be a very gentle energy to work with if you're kind of looking towards that path. If you have a lot of strong connections with female energies, I mean, of course, I'm always going to talk about Lilith. She's my girl. 
Um, but another one is Nyx. You know, a lot of people don't talk about Nyx. You know, the goddess of the night, the wisdom of everything the night has to offer. She Now, she does not just work with anyone. She values hard work, dedication, um, challenging. She will give you challenges. You want to level up? She's going to make you level up real quick. Um, And if you try to do research on her, there's not a lot. Shocker, a strong female, not a lot of information. What? So those are a few that I would, I really enjoy. Now, granted, Lilith and Nyx, very heavy energy, primordial primordial beings. Um, That's a tricky word to say sometimes. Jesus. No pun intended. Um, But those are beings that I really enjoy. I also really enjoy Lucifer. I call him Lucy. I think think it's just fun, honestly. But the more you start learning about the kings and the dukes of the infernal divine beings... The more you start understanding like the structure and the pattern of how things work and how those patterns reflect into our physical realm that we live in currently, the more you learn, the more you do not know. And that is a true student mind. I do not know everything. I could say something today, right now on this podcast, and I'll be like, oh, that's bullshit because I learned something else. That's okay. I'm totally fine with being wrong I mean am I usually not really but I'm just saying if someone were to like be like you're wrong I'd be like okay but then show it to me show me the evidence show me how you came to that conclusion because to understand something you need to see all sides of it and be willing to be uncomfortable in that knowledge that maybe you were wrong and that's okay too. So I really, really, really encourage you really listen to your intuition. Look at imagery of the infernal divine. And I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot. There's, I mean, it is almost... It makes me sad that we will never really truly experience the infernal divine without this Christian lens. We just won't. And it's sad. It's really sad to me that we will never have the opportunity that I can see in this lifetime, unless you are a multidimensional being that channels them, to never really understand. Oh my gosh, I get like emotional thinking about like how supportive they are and how lovely they are but that doesn't mean that they are weak and that doesn't mean that they won't fight because they do they are warriors through and through but they have learned to be warriors in a garden instead of farmers in a war And that is such an incredible testament to the caliber of being that they are. That that to me is like, wow. So if you have any more questions, I know this topic can be 
I get it. I understand it can be a little intense. Please DM me or reach out to me. Um, and I hope some of this resonates with you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. You could be like, Bree's crazy. She's whatever. We're not talking to her anymore. That's fine. I, I am perfectly happy with the notion that at least I am sharing one of my truths and letting people see a little bit beyond the veil. And that's okay if it's controversial. It's okay. I'm okay with defending my thoughts and my feelings on this particular topic because it means a lot to me. So follow me on Instagram, accidentally underscore Brie, and the same with TikTok. And I'm going to see you next time. Bye, SideQuesters.